If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Bro, I feel like your your shoes bleeds. I feel like your shoes were dipped into radioactive uh, material. Yeah, and turn superhero color. Like that those? is the most orange. Do they make you faster? I don't know if that's orange. It's more like it's, it's more the exact same color of a neon they orange. Em- they crayon. emanate. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, a neon orange crayon. Mm-hmm. That's the color of a shoes. But here's the thing: there's not a single part of that shoe that's not that color. You know what I'm saying? They didn't mix it up at all. It's the whole thing. They just said, we like this color. "Hmm, Let's break it up here. Nah. Yeah, they were in the boardroom. They're like, the whole shoe. We just just (laughs) dip it in it. Is the inside that color? Yeah, the whole thing is. Even the inside? Even the inside. Really? That's what makes them cool. That's the part that makes them cool. Yeah, because there's you don't see that. You don't you rarely ever see. I have a pair of red shoes that are like that, that are all the whole. Just all red. Mm -hmm. They have to glow in the dark. No? Uh, Katrina's. I had him on in the movies last night. She said she could see me when I was coming in. For real? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of your shoes? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. They're really uh, They're really bright. I like them. I, I feel like, though, <laughs> you you'd be... Like, you don't like them. You would be attracted... <laughs> You're such a bad liar sometimes. No, 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 no. <laughs> you always know when he's lying when yeah. he doesn't come up with a really good adjective. <laughs> yeah. you know? They're really they're, good. They're really nice. I like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's you like, know, you know, no, you don't, right, Mister Vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Rather, uh, come on, you're a better salesman than that. <laughs> you know what? Would, what would suck though is uh, being around bees. Wouldn't they be attracted to your feet? <laughs> yeah, really suck being around bees, man. They, they're gonna attack you. They're gonna come after your yeah. feet. Yeah, because yeah. you know, they might. I don't know. That'll we'll, make you run faster. We'll see. We'll see. That's the most. Yeah, they're the most. I colorful. feel like if you walked fast, you'd leave a streak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can you, this, if like, you run, streak. here's the thing. If huh. you run real fast and stop real fast and make a little skid mark, does it make on the street, not on your orange, pants? An orange skid mark. Does it make yeah. an orange skid mark on the floor? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we'll test it out after we If he did that, yeah. what's that gang, that gangster wa- uh, dancing they do? That's, that's What is that C-walk? called? Crumping. Yeah. If you just do a little, can you like write my name on the sidewalk with your, with your orange? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sal, we're leaving for lunch. You Please meet us at... It. Hey, you laugh, but some of those kids are really talented that do With that. With that walking? Yeah. I can't believe how they make their body do all these weird things. Like those... Uh, uh, I can make my body do weird yeah. things. Well, we know that. But, but it has nothing to do with dancing. That's, yeah. you know, pure function and performance. <laughs> it's just weird. For the bedroom. Hey, I want to apologize real quick to you guys. Because I've been Where like... Where's this going? Every once in a while, I get on like a four episode, like Sal's pissed off streak. And I've just been like that lately. <laughs> just fire, just argh, angry. Why, and I don't want to be silly. I'm over. I don't okay. know. I know you guys don't think I should apologize to you. No, guys. I don't think so. You guys don't like. You guys are okay. Dude, with it's it? like you just get it out. You know what I mean? Whatever's going on, get it out. Well, I was telling Katrina this the other day about because uh, you know she get, she likes to give me shit where she when she thinks I go too far. But I'm like, you know what? That that's why that why this works is because. Because we go too far. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> because the, I feel like, uh, you know, it's rare that you do that. It's rare that Justin does it. Um, I probably do it the most. But I always feel like the other two guys always counter that some way or yeah. bring bring the balance back in where... So I, I feel like it's okay. If it, if I feel like if all three of us got on the show and we were just like, and everyone was just like, fuck, you know, yeah. that attitude. Everybody must die. You know what, though? Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, I was thinking like that. Let's I be, let's be honest. Sometimes. It's not like that would be impossible. If... if if somebody came after us like publicly in a hard way, I think all three of us would be 
Fire. We do oh a whole episode God. and just yeah. rip. Well, yeah, if you're dumb enough to do that. <laughs> if you're <laughs> if, if you're really and I, we've talked about that before. Buzzsaw. Like, like Walked I, right into a buzzsaw. I really hope this motherfucker doesn't escalate this. Well, <laughs> we're all we're all pretty uh I don't know if it's smart or not, but uh whatever. It is the way it is. Like 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 when was it when was it? I was like, I don't know, ten, fifteen episodes ago when uh Stepani made just, it was like a super general reference to like Maybe it was us, maybe it wasn't, but we did a whole episode. You know, my mom, we well, actually, just to you know, cover all the bases. We actually put his name in the just episode. Had to, He's huge in the just had to put it out there. We did a whole fucking episode on him. Like if Arnold Schwarzenegger said something bad about Mind Pump, we'd probably do like ten episodes. You know? I'd probably do it in his voice the entire episode. Yeah, you know? damn. Just because. Just kidding. I'd never. No, I'd no. never attack Schwarzenegger. Please. He's, He's the man. best. I definitely think it, 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 it works out because of that, <laughs> though. Would. Because there is that. There's that balance. I don't. Think and I think if you were to go too far, plus yeah, each of us have yeah. our <laughs> each of us have oh. our thing that we 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 get more irritated. Like I I feel like there's certain things that just drive Justin crazy. There's certain things that drive it's you crazy. True. And you know it, what's and neat, sometimes it's nice like when we like poke at it a little bit, right? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like like I remember Adam <laughs> was doing that with me a little bit. Oh, like, I yeah. totally do that. I did yeah. it to Sal this time too. Yep, like yep. yeah, I was totally firing him up. Like hey, dude, like, don't be ooh. a pussy. Oh yeah, bro. what do you really think? <laughs> really? Huh? Really? Huh? What's just, going on in there? Dude, What's yeah. going on in that little mind? Yeah. Huh? Uh, Pull that silver tongue out, dude. Yeah. Give someone a lashing. Give somebody a little, a little lashing. They, they call me the silver tongue. That's it. <laughs> but it's not because I like to talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, I, I jammed over here right after my workout because we wanted to record early. And I decided to do like an all superset workout. Fuck, man. I don't know how about, I don't know about you guys, but after one of those kind of hard workouts. Are you, you sore as fuck? Not yet. Oh. I feel uh, my body feels like I don't know what the right word is. Like a state of zen. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. kind of like, uh, just, yeah, a it's nice buzzing buzz. a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm sore as hell. Why are you telling, sore? I was telling Adam. I, He's on black. <laughs> I over did there. a legit black, you know, <laughs> workout, and <laughs> I am not a volume guy at all. <laughs> And I just realized that as I was going through, I'm like, God, is this over yet? And I just kept going. <laughs> was it the reps or the volume going. or both? Both. Yeah, just Dude. both. I was just, I just don't do it. Like I literally probably 20 to like between 45 minutes is probably as long as I normally go. So, yeah. and it's just hard slamming. Yeah. I, here's what I noticed for me. This is probably one of my biggest weaknesses when it comes to most exercises. I'll visit the higher rep range, you know, now and again. And I always notice a benefit when I do that, when I go back to my favorite, which is the heavy lifting. But for whatever reason, when it comes to squats and legs, I will neglect going or anything over four or five reps. I that's, just do it. Well, that's why. Because yeah, that's it why fucking sucks. Dude, it just sucks. It hurts. Yeah. And today I was doing sets of, I was doing 10 or 12 sissy squats straight to front squats of 10 and 12 reps. So it's a superset. So I'm doing like 20, 20 something reps. Uh-huh. And I'm not using much weight because I can't because my my leg stamina is very low because I never do that rep range, and it just ruins the whole workout, man. The rest of the workout, I'm just like, I know. I'm like, I don't have any leg drive for bench press. That's how jacked I got. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel your pain, bro. You know exactly I'm telling what I'm you, yeah. I'm ruined. Like, I was just like, ah, I'm so pathetic. But that means I need it. You know exactly. That's, that's why a, I won't that's work the first out. Thing I was like, ah, I need to do address this. <laughs> that's why I won't work out legs with Adam because I know I have strong oh, legs. I, I avoid it. This guy's costs. gonna want to do more yeah. than one set, <laughs> and I'm not gonna. want I gotta do give that. him a fair chance though because he's been coming to my gym and doing his functional stuff. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get back to this volume stuff he's the most adam's definitely the most uh he's the most brave he's the willing most willing uh uh, participant yeah he'll try he (laughs) likes to try a lot of different things yeah 
and then decide if you he's like really something easy. or not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, he'll, this is, you he'll, know, he'll, he'll, he's a, you know, yeah. he gets curious. I think this is something that right uh, attracted me to um, Craig's personality. That's what I liked about Craig when we first met. Well, one, one of me, I mean, he was an intelligent. He would experiment with you. Yeah, wow. that <laughs> fucking guy. That's that's sweet. I, I'm gonna, I hope he fucking soccer kicks you when he sees huh? you. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm uh, just kidding, Craig. We, oh, the he, irony of that. He he has that philosophy soccer for shoes. sure too. Like he loves to just. He's always um, playing in those different stages. Or yeah, whatever. all kinds of. Di- you know, he's always about all different modalities, and and, and I, I I think I don't know what it is that to, it caused me. I think it's just I find every time I go through one. Uh, I learn something new about my body. I see some sort of change or progression in something, sometimes a regression. But all in all, like I, I'm so fascinated how our body responds in the whole adaptation process. So I find I get into that. And I and I feel like, too, God, we do this for a living. And we're, we're I mean, 24-7, we live and breathe fitness. So, I, God, I, I couldn't imagine just getting stuck in one one way all the time. For me, I, I can't do that, you know? I have to be moving and doing something, a different goal, a different... I mean, that's what... Like, even right now, I find myself in this... And I think a part of it is I'm, I'm waiting for all of us to get into our studio, and I know there's going to be plenty of stuff for us to work on and do. But I want this new challenge physically for myself, and I'm kind of in limbo, you know? And I did the competing thing, and I, and I really was into that while I was going through that. But it's kind of over for me, you know. Not, not that I will never compete again, but it's the drive to do it and to to do, to prove something or to accomplish something like I've lost that. And and so for me, I have to find it in other ways. Like I was when I went into Justin's Green, and I say Justin only because it's it's his world, you know, that he lives in for sure. And he he definitely had a lot of emphasis on how we designed that. And I, you know, it wasn't, it's not what I'm into. I'm not into that. Like I, it's not my favorite way to train, but I also went into it with like, Hey, let's see what this could do for my body. If I really truly apply it and stick with it and see, see what happens. And man, it was huge for me to, I mean, I was just, I mean, I video like a video and take shots of like almost every one of my workouts and I don't post all of them because most of them are for myself. It's really for me because I'm assessing myself and critiquing the smallest things and noticing like range of motion. And if, you know, my heels are moving at all, I'm, I'm just, I pick myself apart and, but I like that. It's not like I'm, I'm like picking myself apart. Like, you know, it's uh, like, Oh man, I'm terrible at this. It's no, I, there's areas I can improve here. And mm. you know, Oh wow. Look at my mobilities came so much further. So, you know, I, I feel like doing that from hopping from modality to modality like that, you get those, you get to, a chance to do that. And for me, it's very refreshing and it keeps me uh, motivated. Well, I think what you're saying is is pretty awesome because I know for me, just to be purely honest, I hate sucking at anything. So when I go into something completely new, especially when it's in the gym and I suck at it and I get real fatigued and I get that. You know that that there's there's fatigue and then there's that fatigue that you get when you suck at something where um, you just feel worthless. You feel yeah. like you want to puke. You feel shaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just you just makes you feel um, weak is the word is the right word. You just start you just start to feel weak. And I hate that so much that it, sometimes it'll dictate the direction that I go because I really enjoy feeling strong and I like feeling like I had a good workout and the way I define a good workout a lot of times in my mind is how um, strong I was and how tough I felt when in reality what the way you're the way you're describing it Adam is the more accurate way to define whether or not you had a good workout were mm-hmm. you challenging your body in different ways and I'm getting there I'm definitely getting there I'm not quite where you're at because I've defined myself for so long by um, how you know how strong I am at certain lifts 
that it, it's very difficult for me to leave that knowing that I may be losing, you know, gains in that way. Even though I know and I train other people in different ways, I need to get I need to get better with it. Yeah. And so um, I'm I'm excited when we when we're going to be able to work out together on on the regular because what I would really like to see happen is I'd really like to see each one of us uh, heading, you know, a workout a week. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know how we'd break it up, but let's say we all worked out three days a week together. It'd be awesome if one of us led a workout each time. So I'd follow, you'd follow a workout that I led. You, I'd follow a workout that you know Justin led and, and Adam leads, and just getting us good in those. The thing is, when it comes to nutrition, I'm pretty good at it. Like I'm very good at being able to go vegan one day. I'm very good at being able to fast, or you know, I'll throw in some carbs or I'll go keto for a while. But when it comes to the workout, it's just it's much more difficult, and it's because I hate sucking. Yeah. yeah, I hate sucking at that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I totally feel you on that. I think it for that, I, I look at that as a total challenge again because I thought that I was like pretty receptive to that, you know, but then going through it, I realized how long it's been that I've neglected that style of training and that I, I really felt like I was coming into, uh, you know, what I was doing as far as like performance and, um, you know, becoming more mobile. And um, I just feel like, I was I was so not interested in you know pursuing um, hypertrophy and in like you know lots of volume and um, for me like uh, I'm not trying to take my shirt off and like you know I don't know there's all these things along with that that like I'm good like I'm happy you know all this stuff and like I, I feel like yeah but like you're not challenging your body you know it to its fullest capacity and like especially when we're like sitting here voicing all these things, like I have to represent what it is we're talking about. And so, you know, for that, that's my biggest challenge is like, if I'm going to say something like, dude, you got to do it, you know, you yeah. got to you you put it both together. So yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally up for uh, uh, us kind of putting all that together and applying it, you know, um, specifically. Well, um, you, you know, what's kind of crazy is this, this episode is is naturally turning right into what I actually really wanted to discuss with you guys. Um, somebody on the forum, uh, Nate Strickler, posted um, about PRs, mm. and it struck a nerve with mm. our forum. Yeah, I saw that. And a lot of people had some passionate views. The, the, what was the general question? It was basically like, should you dictate should your prs dictate how well you're doing with your workout should you chase prs that kind of thing right? yes okay yeah. and and a little background on on nature i think he's a, a, th- a third time generation uh olympic lifter guy like he's been lifting like he had like one of his family members or one of his dads his dad his grandfather competed uh at the olympic level i know that he's been a power lifter <clears throat> for most of his life he said three mm-hmm. generations or something like that i think is what he said so anyways um Definitely, he kind of lived that world a lot, and so he was he was just kind of challenging everybody to think, you know, outside of that and what everyone's views and thought. And so it turned into a really good topic, I thought, and it goes right along the lines of what I feel like we're discussing right now. And I think a, a part of why a lot of guys, especially guys like both yourselves, that strength train a lot and and have a lot a lot of strength and power movements, and I was not that guy. In fact, I used just five years ago or less. I used to pride myself on when I would be in the gym that I I'll, I'll lift the, the tiny ass weight next to the dude that's all you know looks crazy so that my thing was like all about aesthetics how I looked like I didn't care about you know somebody else that was deadlifting crazy weight like mm-hmm. I didn't really get into that till I got hanging around you guys yeah. then I started because I started to see the change in my body and I got addicted to that and I was and then I got into the chasing the PR so this is why I want to talk about this because 
I, I, I know where Nate is going and where he's thinking and, and what he wanted to express to everybody. And I think it's a very important topic. And I, uh, I find myself, I happen to have posted a video uh, of me doing a PR on a front squat. And three years ago, I didn't even use the term PR. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even use that term. I never even, if somebody asked me how much I squatted, benched, or deadlift uh, four years ago, I would tell them, I don't know. I don't max out. I never trained that way. I never cared to go that. Uh, that wasn't a focus of mine. And I felt like I can be in pretty good shape. And I was seeing consistent gains year over year. So I totally avoided that. Now, that fast forward, like I said, with you guys, I've seen huge gains by incorporating that in, into my program. But I also find found the addictive part of chasing PRs mm-hmm. and, you know, caring about like, where are you deadlift now? And then, and then beating myself up if fuck all now I'm, you know, just last week I was pulling 545. Now I can barely get 505 off the floor and like letting that get to my head where I, I had to question myself. Like I didn't give a fuck about this five years ago. Why all of a sudden do I care so much about this? And am I falling into that trap of people? I, and I wrote a post like two and a half years ago. I went to try to find it. I couldn't find it last night after Nate did it. I wanted to share it with him where I actually wrote, about talking shit about people that top post about PR this, PR this, PR this, PR that. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more to health and fitness than just... Well, well, what's interesting to me about this topic, in particular with us, is there's a psychological component that we're talking about. I I feel like you... it's You have to be very careful what you identify with because a lot of times you identify with something because you reject something else and you have to look at the root behind that. Like, why... Why do I reject, um, you know, all the mobility, you know, body weight type stuff? Um, why do I reject that so much? Um, and and did that push me in the direction of really embracing the barbell movements? And I can talk all day long about the benefits of barbell movements, but that doesn't mean that there's not benefits in, you know, body weight, mobility mm-hmm. type stuff. But why why did I reject that stuff so much? And if I'm being totally honest with myself, it's because I'm not good at those things. Mm-hmm. And we tend to reject what we're not good at and that tends to push us in the direction of the opposite or something else and then that becomes our thing and you see this all the time in fitness you see the kettlebell guys scoffing you know at the at the olympic lifters and the olympic lifters scoffing at the power lifters and the power lifters scoffing at the bodybuilders and everybody's hitting the bodybuilders and it um you know unless you're a competitive athlete and you're competing in that particular sport, the reality is, and I know this, and I need to really hammer this in my head, that you should not, or it's probably not a good idea to super identify yourself with any one measure or modality. Mm-hmm. What you should do is, I think what Adam's talking about and what you what you looks like you're doing, and this is a very intelligent way to train, is you're identifying with just getting your body to adapt and to challenge it in different ways and to embrace the fact that you found something you're not good at because, ooh, I'm not good at this. I can get good at this now. This is something I feel like I can have huge improvements in. And I'll, I'll, let me let me go a little further than that. Um, if you've been listening to Mind Pump for any longer than two episodes, you know that I like deadlifting. Um, it's something I'm naturally good at. I mean, I could pull you know, over 400 pounds in high school without ever barely deadlifting. It's just something I'm really good at. Um, and I love it because I'm good at it. But, um, you know, in terms of like what Adam was talking about, um, I could push myself in deadlift right now and really train hard in deadlift. And if I add 15 pounds to it, that's a huge uh, win for me. But if I do something that I suck at, uh, let's say I I practice a handstand push-up, which I don't even think I can do a handstand. But let's say I got into it and I got good at it. 
the improvement I'll make with that because I suck at it is going to far surpass my improvement at deadlift. I might add 10, 15 pounds to my deadlift, which would be great Mm -hmm. because I've been stuck at some numbers for so long because I've been hammering it for so long. But I could go from not being able to do a handstand at all to getting to be able to do maybe five to 10 handstand pushups probably within a matter of months because it's something that I've never done. And uh, when you improve that much in something, that's got to carry over, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So if I embrace... You know, if I, if I, and I'm really trying to get in that mindset of what you're talking about, um, Adam, is where embrace that I suck at something, embrace and embrace that I can mm-hmm. get better at it rather than hating it because I'm not good at it and then identifying with it and be like, shit, I suck at this, therefore I suck. It's more like I suck at this, I'm going to overcome it and get yeah. better. I think know? it's a lot of that. And I think, you know, that's, that's a lot of what's going in my head when I look at, you know, other ways of training is that, you know, if I've neglected it, you know, for long enough, I'm going to suck at it. And that's why, you know, I don't like feeling weak and I don't like going through that process as much, but at the same time, like, I think it's, it's, it's tricky because I I don't, I, I kind of identify with people that want to see progress in a measurable way. Right. So I don't think that people that seek after PRs necessarily, that's like, there's nothing wrong with that. I just think that uh, if that becomes your pure focus, um, you know, that's something that, you know, you should, you should definitely pay attention to if that's like all, everything that's driving you is your PRs, like, um, you know, th- that's going to lead into, um, problems and, and, and you're going to, you're going to push yourself into, you know, a corner and, and you're going to create this box around yourself to where like, um, you're only going to see so much progress before you're going to, it's going to start to decline. And, uh, if you're not willing to do the work and, and experience something new that's actually uh, what your weakness is in a sense. Like your body needs to go through a different process for it to then uh, build up and fill these holes that uh, you're you're taking into you know your current lifting situation. So um, it's yeah. really about embracing change. I think that that's really what it is, right? and being okay with that. And um, <clears throat> I, I do see like because for sports, like I mean it's. It's tricky too because, like, it, it's very specialized. Like, you want to be there's a specific way to make your your body uh, improve and have better performance. But there's also that aspect that if I'm going to experience something within a you know a small amount of time, it is going to benefit the entire uh, process. You know, so it, it's like, and that's where we go through these phases. So that's why we keep it within a specific time length. And so you know, like focusing on the fact that maybe this is your weakness, but really like, you know, taking it as a challenge and, and focusing on the fact that, uh, this is going to benefit the entire piece. Uh, and, and you can experience it again later. Like you can look and see what your progress is with your PRs. Like you can come back to it, but, uh, yeah, I do think it's, it is a bit of a trap if I'm always like, you know, what's my bench? What's my squat? What's this? What's that? Like, you know, how are you feeling? How, you know, what, what's my energy? What, uh, you know, like think about how healthy you are. And like, th- there's so many other aspects to fitness. I think that, yeah, we, we do have to reflect and, and consider all these other components to health and fitness. Well, here's the thing. I think the reason why so many in particular women have embraced, um, some of our programs like maps anabolic 
is because uh, women in particular get stuck in the, uh, it's all about my, you know, how, how much weight I can lose. It's all about how I look, right? That's all they focus on. And they do that all the time. And so like anything, when it's your singular focus, you tend to have side effects, right? If I only focus on weight loss, if I only focus on how I look, then I can develop, you know, uh, you know, bad relationships with food. I can overwork. I can cause metabolic damage. So a lot of these women then go into MAPS anabolic and all of a sudden the emphasis for in particular for phase one becomes how strong you are, which is so different from them. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, I'm, they're embracing it. I'm just going to focus on my strength. And then they look different too on yeah. top of it. But I think that a lot of times that's what ends up happening. Like you're, you're afraid to move away from... It becomes addictive. Because it becomes addictive. It, and I think it's important. Um, and I find myself in this trap all the time. Look, if you focus all the time on PRs, uh, you will get injured eventually. You're going to get overuse injuries. You mm-hmm. are going to push yourself to the point where um, you know, you're not focusing on an imbalance and you're lifting a particular way. Even when I lift weights and I do proper form and I'm warming up properly, if I constantly chase a PR, I do notice my joints start to, bo- start to bother me. I do start to get aches here and there, and I start to notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, I walk differently. I move differently. Um, and, uh, it's important to, to, you know, to change those things. That's why I'm really looking forward to working out with you two, mm-hmm. because I know I'm going to, basically I'm going to just let go of my comfort zone. And when Justin, for example, takes us through body weight, you know, shit, I'm just going to be like, well, here <laughs> we go. Like, shit, dude. Well, well, yeah. I'm just, I don't mean it as in a bad joking. way, just yeah. body weight. So I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to you know, submit and be like, okay, I'll I, get you doing a handstand, bro. Don't I worry. suck at this and uh, I don't care if you guys yeah. know that I suck at this. You're going to help me with my deadlift. I've been wanting to do that. Yeah. I suck balls at it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I mean, this is, um, this is a big thing because everybody who, I mean, you look at people who work out that tend, most people tend to get stuck in, in like that one, you know, train of thought. Like you look at people who run and it's like, that's all they want to do. Or yeah. people who all they do is kettlebells or all they do is, focus on heavy lifting or bodybuilding type well you know training. this is the this is the argument why crossfit believes they're so awesome too right you know that right this I is know. what it, because they can't help but think about that of like, course this is this, this they they pride themselves on you know you'll have to fucking throw a baseball row a boat fucking <laughs> you know kick 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 your way up a fucking ladder flip I, a tire yeah you know i saying like that's their but there's no rhyme or reason like yeah. we're, we're actually yeah we're, we're, we're phasing it i'm yeah. glad you brought you said that justin because yeah. Just doing a bunch of different shit is not the same as programming it properly into your routine. For example, let me give you a good example. Let's say uh, all I ever do is bodybuilding training, and I'm like, you know what? I really want to focus on my functional flexibility, so I'm going to incorporate yoga into my routine. And so what I do is I go and I squat real heavy and do yoga poses and run back to my squat and then do yoga poses. (laughs) I am not getting the benefit of yoga because I'm not doing the yoga. I'm just isn't that Murph? I'm just throwing it Murph? into my. I'm just taking it and just like throwing it into my, you know, my routine. It's like it's like a lot of supplements that I see when you read the bottom and it's like proprietary blend, and they throw everything in there, mm-hmm. you know. And there's no rhyme or reason, not knowing that one thing counteracts another thing, and then oh, if you combine these two things, that's not a good or idea. Or the dosage that's in there is pretty much yeah. Mixed. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I can nothing. I can throw a bunch of shit together and be like, my workout has a lot of variety, <laughs> but at the end of the day, what a lot of CrossFit workouts are yeah. is it's yeah they throw a lot of things in there and they do a lot of different it's movements. It's like blending something versus having a chemical reaction. Yeah, right? it's, it's all... 
it's all make it work. It's all intensity driven, yeah. and it's all to get better at CrossFit. Yeah. So I just had to say care. that because I know somebody somebody who's yeah. a CrossFit. Like, we've been doing that the whole time. Yeah, dude. they're listening. Yeah. Like, see, man, this so is exactly been, what like cross- running what endurance do. and then doing Olympic lifts, you know, yeah. and stretching. It's awesome. <laughs> no, you'd be better off. A lot of like like the ways we break up our programs. You'd be better off if you want to do that kind of stuff to kind of focus on them. For like, if I'm doing Olympic lifting, then today's session is I train like an Olympic lifter. Mm-hmm. I don't throw Olympic lifts into some other kind of workout. And if today I'm training like a bodybuilder, then I train like a bodybuilder, and so on. And then and you so can forth. actually get to experience like how they affect these other components and these other uh, adaptations that uh, uh, you know are the highlights. So whatever phase it's in the previous phase is definitely going to benefit. You'll see it, you know, kind of come into the next. Well, uh, I think that's probably the, for me personally, that's probably one of the biggest things that made a game changer was I used to, I used to do everything that we, that we do like in all of our phases, right? I mean, all of our uh, programs, but I used to do it day to day like that. It was all mixed. There was no, I didn't run something for three to four weeks. I didn't do any of that. I just, the way I always looked at it is like, I'm, I'm making sure to incorporate all these things that are important. So I moved, but I couldn't ever measure anything. That was what, yeah. you know, sure. I was in good shape. Sure. You know, it's, you know, I had moments where I felt like I progressed well and other moments where I wasn't sure. But when those, those moments came where I would progress, I wasn't certain. Well, was that because I just started really in doing some strength stuff? Cause I did that on Tuesday, but then on, Wednesday, you know, I was doing a lot of supersetting and then I did, you know, then I did some explosive plyo work on Friday. Well, which one was it that was giving me these, that's showing me these gains? You well, know, it's, so. it's also, you can't, um, you can't take away the psychological component. Like if I'm going to focus on mobility, um, psychologically speaking, I'm going to be very focused on it if I know I'm doing it for two yeah. or three weeks. Like that's all I'm doing for two or three weeks. My mind will get into that mobility you know, state of mind when mm-hmm. I'm training versus Mondays are mobility days. And then the rest of the time it's, you know, powerlifting or whatever. Um, I'm always going to, my mind's always going to be on my favorite thing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus like, okay, for three weeks or for two weeks or whatever, I'm specifically training for this type of adaptation and let's see what happens. And I can get my mind kind of wrapped around, you know, that kind of training. It's, it's funny because we create religions around everything that we do, right? Nutrition is no yeah. different. When you talk to people about their nutrition, they'll tell you about it like it's their religion. You know, like I eat this and I don't do anything. This is what my macros look like. And no, I don't ever go different than, you know, this macro. And I'm paleo and I'm vegan and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, I'm Christian. I'm Jewish. I mean, it's it's literally like um, like religions. And uh, with nutrition, it's no different. Uh, you know, I found so I believe in aliens. Right. I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I would I've been going pretty good keto for a while. But um, I also understand the importance of metabolic flexibility. I understand that it's important to allow my body to come out of ketosis and to go back into ketosis. Um, I know there's benefits to having days where I don't have any animal products. The science is there. It's it's uh, it's it, it, it'll work, and so I'll do that. And I've been doing that. I, I recently had a couple days where I've had some starches, which I don't ever I don't have on a regular basis, but I I'll do it um, strategically. Um, again, to mix things up. And you know what I always get out of that when I do that? I get results. Like mm-hmm. my body responds. I notice um, you know, improvements in things like health, improvements in performance, the way I look. And then lo and behold, just from an aesthetic you know, perspective, I'll get a little leaner yeah. when I do something like that every single time. So um, variety is kind of key, isn't it? To keep the body you know, moving the direction you want. I think that's that's the important thing. So if you're stuck in a particular way of training 
and your favorite thing to do is to 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 train a particular way uh, you might lose performance in that particular way by switching over to something. But keep in mind that that loss in, in, in performance is temporary. And when you go back to it, you tend to, for the most part, then become better at it again. Not so- only is it temporary, but you're, you're, adding, you're adding more tools in your tool belt by, by venturing out too. Yeah. You know, by venturing, by venturing out, I think of it like a, the video game, like and if you have... You have five star, or you have five points to spend, and you have all these attributes. You can yeah. you can yeah, build yeah. your athlete all speed if you want. There's nothing that you says a hundred new points, but you have to disperse this you ex- know, correctly. Exactly, and that's how I kind of feel like you know you're building this this optimum human being machine, and you can pick some of it goes to aesthetics, you can pick some of it goes to speed, some of it goes to strength, some of it comes to flexibility, mobility, mm-hmm. you know. But you've only got five to spend, so you got to you got it somewhere is going to lag on this, you know. And so learning to kind of do that with the body, I kind of treat it the same way all the time. It's like you know where am where am I most lagging right now i probably should spend a little bit of my time absolutely yeah. and it's really it's a, it's a mind fuck because i there are certain modalities that i'm just hate i just do not enjoy training that way and that's because uh my mindset is all it will be stuck in the i need to get stronger at these lifts mm-hmm. mentality when in reality i need to switch my mentality and switch my attitude and start embracing uh change and challenge start embracing adaptation once i can get my mind wrapped around that and become because i'm very competitive Mm -hmm. um, like i know you guys are once i can get to that and just say okay um i'm gonna find something that uh, i need to work on that i'm not good at and just start getting better at it then um, i start to enjoy doing that thing Um, but i have to get my mind there if i don't get my mind there you know, then I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm not deadlifting right yeah. now. I'm just doing, you know, handstand pushups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So um, variety really is, uh, it's an important factor in your training. And I would say this is one of the things uh, that's awesome about our super bundle that we that we have. Actually, I just, I got a message from someone who, uh, her husband um, has been a listener of Mind Pump and has been following some of our programs. But he had worked out for years uh, prior to listening to some of our advice. And this was his wife that sent me the message. And I don't remember her exact words, but it was, um, you know, she was grateful because he, his relationship to food has changed. He's not fanatical in the unhealthy sense like he was before. She's telling me his energy and attitude is better um, as a result. And his body's looking different. She's like, I haven't seen him this muscular and this lean in a long time. And according to him, it feels so much easier. He doesn't feel like he's he's fighting an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because he's doing our, you know, the way we've done our workouts with the super bundle where you start with MAPS anabolic, you have nine weeks there, then you move to MAPS performance, which I believe is 14 weeks, and then you move into aesthetic, which I believe is 10 weeks. And so it's like nine months of really planned out exercise programming and it gives you all the variety um that we're talking about but it's structured so you know for those of you who aren't trainers who don't know how to program your your routines you just the super bundle you you can you, you can start drop from, them right in you drop them right in you yeah. start from one and you move to the next and at the end of nine months you get um some pretty remarkable changes and so when i see messages like that i feel real good about what we're what we're doing so yeah uh you can find that at mindpumpmedia.com and if you like mind pump Leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes and check us out on uh, Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Justin at Mind Pump Justin, and Adam at Mind Pump Adam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic, 
Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. Mind Pump.